episode of uh 2019 yeah 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 it's the first time i've been on that radio and 20 since uh 2018 has been over so it's the first episode of merle on the move i'm here welcome party people to the episode i'm gonna turn up tonight okay i got some things i'm gonna talk about a lot of things going on in the world and also sitting in the studio i got a person who's gonna sit in here and talk to me a little bit probably not on a lot of things but a few things but also i want to plug her show and her endeavors that she has here at khoi so uh we got uh dj stephanie's what you say you go by that's it. And, name you your, and what's the name of your show? Love of Music. For the love of music. Is it for the love of music or just love of music? Well, it's either way you want it. <laughs> I think love of music, any kind of love in the music is a good kind of music. There you go. So yeah. uh, I'm going to bounce some things off you from time to time today. But I'm so glad to see you. You sit working on your show and in the studio. So you can keep things going. Uh, and what day is that show on? Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. There you go. Uh, so let's get into a few things. Like I said, I'm going to play a lot of music tonight. But I, it's a lot of things I want to talk over. Uh, we're very excited. I'm wearing my Rams gear today because, you know, the Rams play tomorrow, so of course I'm going to go over that in sports, but uh, I also kind of wanted to announce uh, some changes that's going to be happening to the Merle on the Move show, and also I want to thank some people that uh, came and contributed over the last year to the show, I want to give some shouts out to those people, uh, but some changes that's coming to the show, um, I'm going to change my format up a little bit, still going to cover sports and politics and entertainment, but I'm not going to really break it down in segments, I'm kind of just flow through it as the show goes, also I'm going to do a lot more different interviews, not just sports, entertainment, rappers and stuff like that, talk to more uh, people in the industry, politicians, uh, authors, stuff like that. And we'll change it up a dynamic. Just talk to interesting people. That's what I want to do in 2019. So that's what Merlin the Move is going to be doing moving forward. And I appreciate all the support from all the people. Like I said, I had a lot of people to come through in 2018 that really helped the show go forward. The show, uh, Merlin the Move, is really great. Uh, you know, uh, I had uh, Drink Stains, uh, Miller Beats, Chino De Niro, uh, Emmanuel Hollins. I had Dr. Indy. I had Jay Top, Polozo, Bo James, uh, my daughters, of course, uh, Shaolin and Breezy came through. Um, I had a lot of people, I showed a lot of support to the, uh, to the show, and I appreciate that. Plus, we had a lot of celebrity interviews, you know, uh, so I'm going to keep that going. Shout out to Iowa State Basketball. They really, uh, they playing tonight. Hopefully, they get that win. I'm checking the scores in a minute. But anyway, before I uh, get into the show and get into my topics, I kind of wanted to just go over that and lay the ground floor of what's going to happen in 2019 and give thanks for the people that got me here in 2018 because it was a long, hard road. But I'm very inspired and looking forward to what's going to happen this year. So, with that being said, I'm going to play another song. I'm going to come back. I'm getting into what's going on in sports and because uh, it's a big fight tonight. Adrian Broner is fighting Pac-Man, Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao. Big fight going up with that. The winner's probably going to fight Floyd Mayweather. So, yes, big money, big dollars. I don't know who's going to win. Don't really have a dog in that fight. But anyway, y'all listening to Merle on the Move, and I'll be right back. Now you gotta 
So, uh, the Patriots used to that. They play in the week. It gets cold there. So, that's not really a big thing on the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we're going we gonna to get that, though. I think they're going to get that. They're going to get that win. And it's going to be the Chiefs and the Rams in the Super Bowl in Atlanta. I need a ticket. <laughs> Holla at your boy. I need a ticket. Grub, huh? What is this? <laughs> the ticket place. I need a ticket. If the Rams go with your boy, you got to hit your Somebody got to help me out. Anyway, uh, moving past sports, uh, I kind of want to get into some entertainment because I've been uh, checking out a few things lately. And then I want to get into this this government shutdown and a proposal that Trump has made on uh, on some DACA and some things, some give and take. I don't know. We'll get, I'm going to get to that later on in the show. But anyway, let me go to some entertainment real quick. Uh, I wanted to talk about kind of uh, some TV shows and some movies. Uh, I seen an interview with uh, Lil Rail on The Breakfast Club. He was the guy. You, did you see the movie Bird Box? No. You haven't seen the movie? Should I see it? Eh, it's, it's okay. Okay. I seen it before the hype. You know, I seen it. It was on Netflix. I was like, oh, that's Sandra Bullock. I like Sandra Bullock. Oh, I like Sandra Bullock. Oh, she's oh, in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good movie. So I checked it out. It was a good movie. It was, like, phenomenal. Like, you know, I think the memes kind of helped it. But that's what he was saying. Lil Real, uh, he's, a, he's a comedian. He has a television show. Uh, things called Lil Real. Uh, but he was in that movie. He was also in Get Out, the movie Get Out. And he did an interview, and he was saying that um, the memes, like... <laughs> That kind of what made, and it is, because everybody's come up with different kind of memes with the blindfold. You're probably seeing yeah, it with I the blindfold. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen it. So it kind of catches on. It's just a new age way of doing things. Um, but I was, I was watching, uh, I watched this movie um, yesterday. It was called uh, Men or Monsters, or Monsters of Men. It had um, Denzel Washington's son, David Washington. Uh, he was in the movie the, 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 about the KKK, The Black Klansman. Spike Lee movie called Black Landsman. I don't know if you heard about it. And he was in that movie. He's also on a, on a, a show called Ballers with the Rock. Well, this movie was kind of interesting because it was kind of like the uh, the movie Crash, how it kind of goes through segments. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, eight or nine different stories you got to kind of follow. But it was interesting because it was a take on the difference between police and relationships and the community. And I kind of liked it. I liked the story on it. I liked the play. There weren't a lot of famous people in it, but it was a good, good film. Check it out. You can, I think it's on pay-per-view right now. Um, but I like the way that, you know, I like, like, I like adventure movies like Aquaman. You know, I like those movies. I love, you know, all the adventures and stuff. But it's nice to get a heartfelt movie, you know. Kevin Hart's got a new movie that just came out with uh, Brian Cranston, the guy from, uh, what was the drug movie? Oh, there's uh, many. <laughs> there's a series yeah. that, that he was in oh, uh, uh, with the meth. Yeah, oh, um, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah. So they're in a the movie. I think he's a paraplegic or something like that. And, um, you know, he had a, he, he had a lot of flack about, you know, the Oscars and blah, 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 blah. So I guess they're going to have a host. Um, I hadn't seen this movie. I was thinking about maybe going to check this movie out. But um, I think it's a big stretch. For Kevin Hart, you know, to go from doing comedy to doing something like this. And I think the timing of him doing this movie is kind of perfect. You know what I mean? Because, you know, everybody used to be in a funny guy. And now in this serious situation, not really serious, but people made it serious situation. I'm not apologizing uh, for something you already apologized for again. Uh, it just goes to show you that a lot of things from the past can come out and, and be in the forefront. And do I think that's fair? I don't know. Um, do you know R. Kelly? I kind of want to get in this, yeah, but like not R. get Kelly. in this. I mean, I like your 2000... 2000- Super Bowl jacket, oh, better. Oh, yeah, it's the Rams. Yes, the Rams. Right, okay. But, but, yeah, okay. but I like well, Mark Kelly. Well, before you, <laughs> before you get out there saying how much you like him, let me talk about, let me, you know what's going on. You know, it's, it's a big story going on behind Mark it's, Kelly. It's the a Lifetime, lot going on. Did you see mm-hmm. the Lifetime series? Yes. Okay. Well, I didn't, I actually didn't see it, but I read about it online. Okay, because I haven't, I, I'm really not going to elaborate too much on it because I haven't seen it. I've seen two parts of it, 
but I've heard a lot of different things. And I don't I don't drink the Kool-Aid. I don't go off what people say. A lot of people told me that the movie um, uh, Forrest Gump wasn't good. And I went and seen it as one of my favorite movies. That's a great movie. Of course. So I don't, what I'm saying is I go by my own conclusion. But so I haven't seen the whole thing, so I can't really comment on how I feel about it. I do, and I've never seen the tape of what, you know, proposed what he did to the underage girl. Uh, I believe it's true, probably, but I haven't seen the tape, so I can't. I've never seen the tape. I have yeah. seen it. But it's a, lot of, it's a lot of drawback on it. And the reason why I'm saying it's a lot of drawback on it is, like, how can, is this the day and age, now it's 2018, 2019 now, that you can just, is just go back to whatever you did in the past and just, even if you're not doing it currently, I don't know what this guy's doing, he could, but nothing with the lifetime thing, he's still currently doing things. But how far back can you go in a person's past to prove a point now? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, is this the new age of things? Is it a new trend? How do you feel about that? Do you feel like that it's, it's maybe going too far? Or do you think that it's no limit? I, there's things that I did 15 years ago that if they brought it back, it would be on me. You know what I mean? And I'm talking like, you know, maybe not a good things that I did back then. And, and you're not and, probably and, currently but, doing these things. Yeah, as a exactly. PTO president at the school, and I'm like, you know, I do all this, but it's 15 years. Mm-hmm. So you make mistakes, but the, the whole point is learning from those mistakes, and I get worried that we're held to, like, the mistakes we made in the past. Exactly, exactly. I totally agree. And it has to be, uh, it has to be a point. And I'm not sure if money plays in it, because, you know, usually it's powerful people. It's people in, in position of power that they really gets tagged with these things. It's other people to get, you know, in the same situation. But if they don't have power, it's not really put out there, right? So anyway, I support, uh, you know, I support women. I support civil rights. I support humanism first. Mm-hmm. I support being a human. Do what's right. I think uh, inside of us, we all have a conscious. That the creator, whoever you believe the creator is, put that inside us. You know, right from wrong. Mm-hmm. Some people choose to ignore it, mm-hmm. right? Some we people, do. We some do people choose. choose to ignore it. Some people do, accept it. Some people over-exaggerate <laughs> it sometimes. But, you know, it's humans, right? We're, We're all, all fallible. Human. We're all fallible, right? Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's, so, so movies, you know, that's that's the kind of generalized, I think, the approach of uh, of good movies. You know what I mean? Like I said, we like the action. We like a lot of stuff like that. But uh, Also, I kind of wanted to hit, um, hit around past the R. Kelly thing on uh, a few other things here in entertainment. What kind of music, uh, like, what, what, what's, like, what made you want to play the kind of music you play on your show? Like, is it the vibe? Is it your, your background of growing up? Or what gives you... Yeah, I think a lot of it's the background of growing up, and a lot of it's just uh, uh, what makes you feel something. And so uh, anything that has, an, like, a impact on you, anything impactful. So it could be anything, you know, Beastie Boys, but then it could be, like... You know, some 80s lame classic rock song that I like because I like it. Because my, you know, or my dad's stuff from the 70s. It's just, um, I think, things that have meaning to you that uh, matter. Okay. Yeah, I feel you. I'm kind of the same way, Russ, uh, because I, I kind of grew up, I'm, I love hip-hop because that's my generation. Uh, but I get, I, music gives me a vibe. And I think uh, the reason why I want to talk about this, because I think music, not just music, but the arts. Mm-hmm. I was talking about how... how like how music is transitioning, right? It's like uh, not just that in film. It's 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 poetry. It's it's painting. It's everything's an art. If you take the art of it, out of it, it's not inspiring. It's just a thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I went to a lecture. I seen Chuck D do, do a lecture at Iowa State, and that's what he was talking about. You know, Chuck D, you yeah, did from Public Enemy. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. how we got him here on stage. Yeah. That's how we got him to do. Dang. 
the intro and stuff like that. So and his show comes on right after this. So shout out to Chuck D. Uh, but yeah, it's if you take the art of it, you know, art is is what makes people want to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, anyway, so Maroon Five is uh, going to be hosting the super, halftime Super Bowl show. I think they got uh, Travis Scott is going to perform with them. I think they said Travis Scott had to talk with Colin Kaepernick and got his blessing or something. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. He's supposed to be marrying Kylie Jenner, too. So congrats to that, I guess, right? Uh, Monday, this coming Monday, is King's holiday, King celebration, Dr. King, um, which is uh, a very great thing. But uh, how, what is your feeling on that? Do you feel like that um, sometimes people take holidays and stuff like that for granted yeah i think um you know what worries me is most of the kids because i teach um most of the kids think like it's just a day off Mm -hmm. and i don't think they understand the whole with martin luther king i don't even know if they know who martin luther king is Mm -hmm. and i don't know if they know the sacrifices that he made Mm -hmm. for our people and uh for civil rights in the united states and and the groundbreaking things that he did and i don't think they know even that you know he was killed for what he wanted yeah, you know what he, what he what he stood for and that makes me sad but i you know i i'm hopeful that our gener this generation will still like carry that on yeah speaking of that uh that's a good transition because uh, i'm gonna come back we're going to talk about some things that i've seen on cnn uh it was some um some young kids these are young kids these are teenagers and their parents it says teens in Make America Great Again hats taunt a Native American elder at a Lincoln Memorial. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, um, the shutdown and the deal that the president is proposing uh, when we come back because uh, it's serious right now, and I want everybody to understand. And when you got young people, young people are the future. So if, you got, if you're losing the young people, it's getting drastic. Anyway, we're going to turn up a Saturday night. This is World on the Move. We'll be right back. is on fire <laughs> all right uh let's go ahead and get into it i want to get in a few things before we get out of here this evening it's been fun tonight uh like i said stay tuned i'm gonna have some big changes coming up to the uh, format of the show it's gonna be a little bit different it's gonna flow a little bit better anyway let's go ahead and talk about the few things i want to talk about let's talk about the shutdown uh and let's talk about the youth um the shutdown I, i'm gonna get your take i, I feel the shutdown is unnecessary I think uh, it does take both sides to come together, uh, but if you just look at the information, the Democrats never said they didn't help, uh, didn't have money, or didn't want to fund uh, border security. Never once did they ever say that. Uh, they just didn't want to allocate $5 billion to a wall or some kind of, they they calling it something else now, but that's what the deal was, and because of that, he wasn't hearing it people without work uh i've been seeing a lot of talk shows trying to help out and doing things this is nice that people are doing things said that trump sent uh borders the border security some peace uh you know i don't i don't think that's not the issue you know what i'm saying it's not about that it's about moving forward what do we do moving forward so how do you feel about this miss stephanie 
Um, the biggest thing for me is we're a community radio show, and, you know, I just know that it's impacted a lot of my friends that work um, and are impacted, and they're not getting paid, and they're not working right now. And it's been a month. Has it been a month? 27 days? Are we past the 27-day mark? I don't know. Um, they are not getting paid right now, and, uh, you know, they still have uh, mouths to feed, and... That to me, uh, it, that's what's crucial to me. It's it's hard to see that. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like almost put in the category of a handout. You know what yeah. I mean? These people work. They're not asking for no help. You know what I mean? No. They're working. They're in a situation where now they need help, but this is no fault of their own. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like they start playing politics, putting both sides against the other. I need to make a correction. It says on CNN, ex-president orders piece of a Secret Service doing shutdown. That's what that was saying. So it's affecting Secret Service, too. Uh, I, I think... Um, but these people need to feed their families. Yes, yes, yes. And, 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 it's, and it shouldn't be an issue. This shouldn't be talked about. How can you make America great again when it's an uh, issue of something that's not as uh, uh, as important to the country? You know exactly. what I mean? You know, I can see if we try to be putting borders all around. Okay, we're building Canada, too. You know, we're just securing our borders. And this is what every the country wanted. It's not what the country wanted. That's why it changed in uh, in the midterm. It's because people weren't on board for that. It's a lot of issues going on. You know, the economy, the economy was doing great. This is not. This is going to hurt the economy. It reminds me of overall. It reminds me of going backwards in time to the Berlin Wall and the Great Wall of China. And if you look back at history, what happened with those? It's like you know. I mean, this is, uh, I don't know what to say about it, but I'm just going to say that. Um, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get down to it. It's, yeah. well, we, we, we can stop beating around it, but it has nothing to do with the, the workers. It has nothing True. to do... It's not even about the wall. It, it, it's about the Mueller investigation. Yes. It's about the Russian Actually, collusion. It's Sorry. about... Because every day that the country is more fixated on what's going on with their pockets, with their jobs, with their families, they're not worried about what's going on with this investigation because that's not affecting their pocket. That's going to affect the country, but it's not affecting their pockets. That's what the whole thing is. It's a smoke screen. This has been done. Check out history. What made me think about that you're talking about history. Mm-hmm. You go back to Watergate when Nixon was president. Yeah. It was all things, all kind of things. That was right at the end of the civil rights, okay? Or at the end of the civil rights when we got our civil rights. Uh, so it was a lot of things going on with the Black Panthers and the FBI and all, all kind of things was going on back then. So to cover up a lot of things that was going on in Washington, they would come up with these other stories. Smoke screens. Yeah. yeah. You know, deflect. Because what's more important to you? What's more important in the heartland? What's going on in New York? What's going on here in the heartland? Right. They care about, okay, well, you know, people in the heartland, sometimes I think people in the East Coast are a little weird, right? Some people in the heartland think people in the West Coast are a little weird, right? And then people in the West Coast think people in the heartland are just so homely, you know, no teeth. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's perceptions. And if if you got a power structure like the government that knows how to play on people's perceptions. You know what? That's exactly well said. I didn't think about that. Yeah, with the media, with television, you know, and and, and different rhetoric. And then you get your your close friends that might want to support one person and then you pit them against the other person. And you forget you lose sight of the real thing. The real yeah. thing is the country first, right? Yeah. The country first, because if you get if you get the country secure, everything else will fall in place, right? Healthcare. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing, really. That was why a lot of people wanted Obama out of office, right? Because the healthcare, right? Have you been hearing any talk about healthcare lately? None. Not really. Every day you turn on about the wall or the Mueller investigation, mm-hmm. right? Nothing yeah. else about healthcare, no. right? Uh, automakers. I mean, you know. Thank goodness that the weather's not so bad. We haven't had any catastrophes lately, but that's all the news has been about. 
So anyway, that's my take on that. I, I know exactly where I stand. I'm very woke. I'm very happy to be a woke individual. I'm not asleep at the wheel, just letting things go by. And if more people become more, become more conscious of what's going on, everything will get better. When you stay blind and only stick to one source of information or you choose not to uh, intake information and share information, we all lose. We all lose. If I'm a bad neighbor and I'm neglecting my property and, and, and not taking care of it, I hurt the whole community, right? Yes. But if I take care of my property and my situation and you taking care of yours, or if I see you slacking and you might need a little help, I'll lend some to help you keep your upkeep. That's America. And I will help you. That's America, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's America. That's not that's politics. That's it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's not politics. That's not religion. That's not color. No. Right? That's, color, yeah. that's being mean. good humans. That's what we were put here for. Fellowship. Hey, I ain't trying to preach, but hey, call it what you want. <laughs> I'm preaching. I'm preaching. All right. I'm this preacher. is more on the move, and I'm going to get out of here. Uh, it's been nice sitting in with uh, DJ Steph tonight, uh, supporting community radio. And uh, I'm going to get out of here and make sure y'all tune in next week. Like I said, uh, the four May, we probably won't get it started until February, but y'all stay tuned. So we'll be back next week to, you know, get it popping. That's what I do. Right, Miss Stephanie? You're right. That's right. That's what we do. All right, y'all stay tuned to Chuck D. The Don't Stop comes up next. Rolling the move. Peace. Yeah. Where is it? Mm-hmm. And the war on drugs has been a war on people and, and has created more economic disparity. Because when you over-incarcerate low-income people or black and brown people, you keep them in economic detriment for their lives, not finding a job or not if you have a non-modern drug condition. And, and, and so if you know that these drug wars are laws and other things are disproportionately impacting African-Americans, you need to start having solutions that are conscious about trying to level the playing field. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And uh, like I said, I, um, uh, I understand the direction you're going in that. And I definitely believe that this is a new renaissance we're going through because what four to eight years ago, this wasn't even in the conversation. OK, I mean, it was backroom conversation with families and stuff like that. Hey, we probably never get reparations, but it wasn't a thing that uh, politicians was pushing forward. So I'm glad to hear this, um, that the take the term. Do you feel that the the, the, the term baby bonds is the, uh, the one that that's going to get the appeal? Well, you said it before. A lot of this 
communication is marketing. What words are you using uh, to help people understand what you're trying to do? And so that's why I really love you know discussions like this because you give people an opportunity to explain what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And and this all gets back to me that this economy of our grandparents, where if you worked a full time job, you could make ends meet. Even if you worked minimum wage job in my dad's era, you were above the poverty line. But now in America, things that the deal has changed. You have people working full time jobs but find themselves with more month at the end of their money than money at the end of their month. Yeah, you got people and, right now working full time jobs as temps. So they don't get medical benefits. It's almost, you, you can have, uh, I have two daughters, they work at a factory here in town, and they, they, they hire as temps. So it's almost like you have a second-class citizenship with, inside a corporation, because you have a, a blue badge and a white badge. So everybody knows who's the temps, and they don't get, they have to do the same job, and they can be tempted for years, not just a six months or, you know, a three months. They can temp for years before they get offered uh, full-time. Right, and, and so they're not saving towards retirement. They don't have the same medical benefit. All of these things is about, and I love what you said, it's about creating a different class of citizenship. And, and this isn't just your two daughters. You know this is millions and yes. millions of Americans that are having jobs that do not give you security, do not give you health insurance, don't give you those benefits that should be fundamental when it comes to the dignity of work. And, and that's one of the things that drives me every single day in this presidential campaign is to, is to become president of the United States so I can restore that dignity that should come from work, of knowing that when you work a full-time job, you're going to make a living wage, that you can have a, a, a retirement uh, with security, that you can have health benefits and more. We've got to make that a fundamental right in America. And that's how you make it great. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, a couple more things I want to go over real quick. Um, the 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 abortion or pro-choice law that they changed down in uh, Alabama. How do you feel about that? How, how, how is that going to impact? Is, is this what um, the other side of the party was trying to do when he was trying to nominate people to the Supreme Court uh, to, to get that? Because that's where it's going to go to, right? It's pretty much going to have to go to the Supreme Court and, and make a determination on uh, Roe versus Wade. Is that yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, this is the plan. This is absolutely the plan, man. And they, they have been uh, trying to roll back women's rights from their access to contraceptive care to laws like they just passed in Alabama that said even if you are raped, mm-hmm. you know, there was a woman that testified in their legislature was a teenager talking about a teenage pregnancy with rape and incest, and that, that, she, that, that if she could not get an abortion, that it would be criminalized, that that doctor performing such an abortion would face 99 years in prison. That, that's longer than the actual rapist would get for doing the rape. Yes. And, and, and this is a perversion of justice. It is an assault on uh, the sanctity of a woman's ability to make her own medical decisions. In 2019, at that, in 2019, it's, it's, yeah. it's like we're taking oh, five steps backs, backwards. Yes, it, and, and, and the thing is that you know people in our community, black communities, that they don't want to see, they want to see reducing uh, uh, unwanted pregnancies, and, and I talk to many ministers who want to see less abortion, but the way you do that is you, you create greater access to contraceptive care. You, you, Colorado lowered their rates of abortion 40% by letting low-income women have access to IUDs. Yes, have, yes, and, 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 that's and how you do it. You, yes, you don't attack <laughs> women. You empower women, and, and, and you're going to get the results that you want. I think it's almost like a, it's like a, it's like population control or something. I, I don't understand. Right now, we're we're in the best, even as black people, we're in the, it's, it's, it's a scary time to be black. 
Okay, it's because of the way, you know, the political climate is going, but it's the best time because we're empowerment. There's so many things going on in the black and upliftment. We have so much knowledge that we didn't have 20 years ago. It was things that my grandfather and my father didn't know about that I currently know that I can educate my children. They educate me. So it's, it's, it's like it's a population control to me. I don't know. Yeah, and, and all these issues, they disproportionately affect low-income women. They disproportionately target the African-Americans. And we, we've, got to, we've got to stand up collectively. Uh, to some sound wisdom. You want to help uh, uh, folks out, you expand access to prenatal care. You expand access to contraceptive care. You get doula uh, 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 support for women who are going through the, the process because even maternal mortality in this country, we're the highest industrial nation when it comes to women dying in childbirth or due to childbirth complications. And for black women, it's almost four times that of white women. Yeah. So when, you, when you're denying access to the basic things that every American citizen should have, you are, you are then ultimately targeting low-income folks and disproportionately African-Americans. And if I'm the president of the United States, I will not stand for that. All right, I appreciate that. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, I do want to, because I, I hit you with the little hip-hop question, because, you know, I do a hip-hop show here, and I do the only current hip-hop show in Central Iowa. So uh, I know uh, you say you listen to old school, but I'm going to give you some little some little suggestions. DJ Khaled got an album out called Father of Assad. That's a great album. He's got a song on there, but SZA, you know who SZA is? He's an R&B artist. He's on signed Of course. To, yeah, signed to, with Kendrick Lamar's label, TDE. Uh, they got a song called Just Us. It's uh, it's a uh, the outcast, um, sorry, Miss Jackson beat, but with SZA on the track. It's dope. So if you no, take, I, I, have you seen, have you heard that one? I, I heard it, brother. It is deep. And it is deep, you, ain't it? When you, when you sample some of my old hip-hop to make it new hip-hop, I, I, that, you got That's how you got to do it. And and, and, I, and and you're not the only one, Senator Book. A lot of people say, I listen to old school hip-hop. If if we don't listen and at least open our ears to some, it's good music out there. J. Cole's got good music. You know, Lil Baby got some good music. It's some music out there I, I don't quite agree with. But we got to move the culture forward. Otherwise, it'll be forgotten like jazz, like blues. Like blues is a classic. Jazz is a classic. But it's not what's being played in the commercials. It's not getting the, the, the Billboard Awards. It's not being out there in pop. You know what I mean? And hip hop is running the pop culture right now. You know what I mean? So well, you and I, you and I are from the hip hop generation. It's time that we have the first president from that generation. <laughs> That's my man, Corey Booker. I appreciate you talking to me, man. Uh, like I said, my show is every Saturday night. This interview will air this Saturday night. Uh, I think I'll put it on a couple other uh, uh, platforms here to check it out. But I appreciate appreciate you calling in. And when you come to town, I'm expecting to see you, my man. I would, I would love, I would savor that, man. So I hope, I hope we can connect soon. Man. All right. Have, have a wonderful rest of this. Weekend, you right? too, my man. I appreciate it, Senator Booker. Appreciate you. God bless, brother. You too. Bye bye. They called in and everything. I had my questions and everything. Fucking time.